Well, welcome back everyone to another episode of Can I Have a Word With You? Deep into Season 2, Bruce Pulver, author, Above the Chatter, Our Words Matter, speaker, podcaster, host and guest, all kinds of cool stuff like that. Just trying to spread out some positivity and some help people pull potential out of themselves. And with my awesome co-host, Heather Carter. How are you today, Heather? I am great. Very Heather's good. An author, right? Soul selfie. Yep. Soul selfie hashtag. No filter. No unfiltered. Filter. No filter. No filter. <laughs> Soiree leader. And that's just awesome. You just go out, you park yourself in groups of people that are interested in just getting vulnerable and talking about, you know, the messiness and working through things. And you you lead by example. You kind of say, I'll go first and so if you if you're if your organization or you know somebody that's looking for um, any kind of program like that, man, look up Heather. Look her up. Contact with her. She I know she's does an awesome job. Well, gosh, you can tee me up pretty good there. Well, I know it's true. I know I've seen your work. <laughs> I've been I've done two seasons of podcasts with you. They're 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 never super planned. We kind of nope. pick a word. We talk about what it has meant to us in our lives. Oftentimes it's in the struggle. You know, what have we not suffered from, but what have we learned from in a struggle? And how do we maybe encourage some folks to maybe take a first step? Because we all believe in action. I act on, it's got the definition in it. So, so what are we going to talk about today, Heather? Well, we're landing on the word confidence today. And I, you know, just based on what you were just saying, I think it's important to remind people that we do have confidence in God. We have confidence in what plans he has for us. We also know that there are times where we struggle with that. And so we don't want, at least I don't want people to feel like we've got this all figured out and we're just these, you know, we're doing this because we're confident in um, who Bruce and Heather are. We're, we're coming to people and bringing these words because we know what it's like to struggle. We know what it's like to be able to overcome some of those struggles and have confidence in God and not in ourselves. So you and I talked about maybe um, centering or this confidence topic around David in the Bible yeah. who um, defeated Goliath as a small boy and yeah. uh, kind of where that confidence came from, what we can learn from him. Um, I certainly learn a lot from the things that I've had to overcome yeah, more yeah. than the things that came easy for me. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we we're thinking about that. We we're thinking about it in its first Samuel 17, verse 45. Mm -hmm. And I probably won't get the whole story correct, but, but David was called to battle against this, you know, legendary fighter. Right. And, and what had David done? He had just used, you know, stones and a, and a slingshot and, and sort of picked off, you know, little animals and, you know, used them to, to feed himself and to just kind of learn that skill. But he had never stepped into that ring. He never did. But he took the calling that God had put on him and believing, you know, he had to probably power up for that, believing that he was not going into that battle alone. And I think that's one of the things that helps me in confidence is, you know, when, I, when we feel like we found a place where, we are doing God's purpose through us. That sort of changes the game. And not everyone has that. So that's where 
you know, sometimes we have a hard time with our, our own confidence. But let me just read this verse, verse 45, 1 Samuel 17 from the uh, contemporary English version. It says, David answered, you've come out to fight me with a sword and a spear and a dagger, but I've come out to fight you in the name of the Lord all-powerful. He is the God of Israel's army, and you have insulted him too. So he didn't come out just with a slingshot. He came out with a calling. And, you know, I think there's been a lot of times in my life where my confidence has really challenged me, whether it was in, I don't know, a sporting event, whether it was in accepting a new job. Excuse me. You know, do I have the skills? Do I have what it takes to do that? Mm -hmm. um, and that's been a struggle. But I think stepping in without knowing the outcome, but knowing that God's with us, or we pray before, give us the strength, give us the courage. I think really, I know that helps me. Uh, let, mm -hmm. I'll turn that over to you. Let me know what you're thinking. Well, I was, um, you know, one of the things that comes to my mind is a friend of mine always says to me, you know, she'll say, I'll say, I know I need to do this, and I'll, but I'm scared. And she'll just say, then do it afraid. Sometimes you just have to do it afraid, trusting that God's got you yeah. in it. Because just because you're called to do something doesn't mean you're going to be fear-free. Um, right. I'm, sure <laughs> I'm sure David, what'd you say? Give me an example of that, because I think that'll help. Where has it been where maybe you've stepped in, maybe it's a, your professional work or, or just some sort of example where you felt that because uh, I've got one, but I'll just go first and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll then go. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Well, for, for me, um, I've done a lot of sales presentations, you know, my entire career. And, you know, the first one was very difficult. They say you can't do a great talk until you do a good one. You can't do a good one until you an okay one. And you can't do an okay one until maybe you stumble. And, I had to draw on that when I was transitioning from, you know, those sales presentations of the demonstrating software and feature advantage benefit and that sort of thing to when I was asked and invited to step on the, the TED stage. That was probably one of the largest rung leaps for me because it wasn't a talk that I had done before, number one. Uh, number two, the, the doubting of its relevance, the questioning of myself. and you know, I was very prayerful on it, practiced a lot. So I think if we're stepping into something new, it's really important to get as prepared as we can. What does that mean? That might be prepared in the content. You may not know exactly how you're going to say something, but if you'll feel confident in your facts or in, you know, the, the argument you're going to make, whether that's a, a verbal, you know, presentation, or maybe it's a sport you want to start, and you've done something like it before. So maybe you played racquetball, but never tennis or tennis, but never pickleball. Mm -hmm. And you go, you know, I'm going to step out here and I'm going to call on the confidence that maybe I have had a few times on a tennis court to go into something completely new. So that would be my mm -hmm. example would be that leap. And then where I've had some level of, you know, a rung of feeling okay with how I did something. Mm -hmm. And then you, I build on that. That's the way I have to do it. Yeah. And I think it's even harder if you're out of your comfort zone, you know, you're speaking or thing, things that you know you're fairly confident in by your own power. 
but then you take it up a notch to the, I think that's important with when you do have a set of skills that you do pretty easily. Um, it's, it's easy for me anyway, to just rely on myself and my own, the gifts God's given me, yeah. um, but think that I can do it without him. So I, it's important for me to continue to push myself into areas that are a little above my comfort zone. So I know without a doubt, it's not me yeah. doing the presenting or doing whatever it is that I, I'm entering into. You know, I, it works out better. And usually the other thing I've noticed is the times where I've um, spoken or even uh, I wrote a blog the other day and I felt like it was junk. <laughs> I felt like I was all over the place. And the comments I got from the first two people who read it were like, this is the most heartfelt one you've ever written. I was oh, like, wow. What? Yeah. And so that's when I know that's God talking and not me. Cause I, with my, the skills that I felt like I was presenting, I felt like they were crap. <laughs> and then yeah. the feedback, what it, what came through was God's words through me. And I didn't have anything. I, I got out of the way of that. So um, I guess my confidence can get in the way of relying on God to do the work sometimes because I'm like, Oh, I got this. You know, I'm fairly uh, capable. And um, that's when I get myself in trouble. Yeah. That's when I'm not doing God's thing. I'm doing my thing. And that's not at all what I want. Yeah. The feeling of not being in the room alone and also being comfortable, not knowing everything you need to know. I mean, mm -hmm. I think, I think there's a couple of questions to ask yourself too, when you're getting, when you're considering stepping into that place where you're not comfortable, right? Um, first could be, you know, what besides what could go wrong, which is you're all going to think about what could go right. I mean, if I'm stepping into a place where I've not done something before, I can I can tell through through absolutely my experience that the things that happen after, regardless of the outcome, was it a great talk? Was it a great mm -hmm. you know first attempt at something? Probably not. But when I'm on the other side of it, I now have one. I have one lap done. I've got one experience of that that I didn't have before. So being uncomfortable and being okay being uncomfortable is a habit, I think, that we have to be willing to step into. And there is some risk. There's some emotional risk, right? There's some, oh my gosh, people will see me. Or what if I stumble? What if I slip? What if I, you know, try water skiing and I, you know, Four times I can't, you know, get up on the skis. Well, try a fifth. But at least even if fifth, the fifth time you don't, that's five tries you had that you didn't have. You would have just been sitting in the boat, you know, or or whatever that event is. I mean, I, I think that's where we really have to be willing to kind of take that risk and know that if we feel called to do it and don't feel comfortable with it, we're not going to be in there alone if we feel like mm -hmm. we're called. Yeah. And the more we do a thing when we feel afraid and just trust God with the outcome, the less scary it becomes. And then you find new ways to, you know, push yourself a little bit more. I love yeah. the, you know, David was confident, but his confidence came, actually, he didn't really get called. He did get called by God, but he, you know, what the scenario was, he kept showing up where his brothers, where Goliath would come out every day and threaten the people of Israel and kind of 
trash talk them and they would all turn around run away and refuse to fight they were all scared of him and so he's just a lowly kid not even ready to fight he's he's bringing food to his brother so his dad's like go take your brother some food so he goes there and he's just like appalled that they just keep running away and running away he's like what are you guys doing around here and they're like you know he's really big and we're kind of scared and he's just like you know what this is we are the people of God. So get somebody, give me a weapon or, you know, give me something. I'm just going to go try to do it. And Saul tries to give him his armor and it's all too big and too heavy. And so he just takes a slingshot and goes out and takes what he can, what he can use, what he's been, what God has given him. Yeah. Not everybody else's stuff, not everybody else's weapons, right. not everyone else's armor, but what God has given to him, the whole, you know, what, what's in your hand? What do you, what can you do? Right. I can't do what you can do. Um, you know, many people can't do uh, what you do, but they're not, God's not asking them to do what you're doing. God's right. asking us to do what only we can do. And that's what David could do. So he showed up and did did it and uh god gave him victory over that but um that's important for me to remember it's you know god's called me to do what heather can do with god's help you know i, I you, you there's a nugget i want to pull out of that um what can i do so you assess the situation it's an opportunity it could be a strat a struggle a challenge maybe it's something you have to react to that's maybe tense maybe I don't know, maybe there's, um, you know, some sort of um, tragedy or trauma in front of you. Maybe it's a car accident or it's something that you pull up on. And, you know, what causes you to step in and try to help? Typically, it's thinking about, well, what can I do? Right. Mm -hmm. I can call 911. I can step in and apply a tourniquet. I can see if there's any witnesses. I can take some picture. You know, what can I do? I think that first step of not trying to do everything mm -hmm. but incrementally, what can I do to, to jump in and join in, mm -hmm. in this thing that's new or uncomfortable or unexpected. I think a lot of it's yeah. attitude as well. So, so, yeah, so I love that because actually, you know, like you said, that's the first step is what can I do? So, you know, God expects probably you to do some things that you can do, but um, I've been reading this book. If anyone has ever, uh, if you've heard of this called practice, the practice of the presence of God by brother Lawrence, he's a, a monk and he just talks about how he just integrates God into every single thing he does. And he says, there's a lot of things that I can't do, but I'm happy to do those things that are not easy for me because then I know that it's God doing those things through me. And he says how he regularly regularly prays, you know, God, this isn't something I know how to do and I'm not comfortable doing. So you're going to have to help me do this and just moves forward. You know, whatever. Not our ability. He wants right. us to be available. Yeah. I'm sorry. So if we can do it without God's help, then maybe we're not doing, I don't want to say enough, but maybe we're not doing the things we're supposed to be doing. If, if we can do it all on our own. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. that's not God's intention. I don't think that we can just do it all by ourselves. No, like we're not, I don't want to bother Jesus with this, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I, I found that when I don't, I usually end up in a ditch somewhere. So I'm, I'm kind of that uh, that nagging employee who comes in with uh, with multiple questions all the time. At least that's sometimes how I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's break down confidence. You know, we write down the word vertically and and uh, I just wrote this before the talk. Sometimes I have the words written. We bring them up. But this one, I just wrote it right before we recorded here because it, it, it gave me some thoughts. And then this is kind of unpacking it. And, and maybe we just chat about this for a bit for a few minutes as we go through the letter. So what we do is we write the word vertically. And we just use the letters of the word we unpack. In this case, it's it's confidence. And let's just look at it. So the C, I wrote, confidence comes from action. I, I believe we have to move and have an experience. Maybe it's a setback. Maybe it's a step forward. But I think we have to act in order for confidence mm-hmm. to be developed, but also for it to be exposed. What do you mm-hmm. think about that? Yeah, I think that acting also can be doing, choosing to do nothing. Sometimes I think we're forcing things and plowing ahead and doing so much activity that sometimes I think our best solution and our best action is to choose to sit and meditate or pray or turn it over. So I don't think, you know, I don't want people to hear us saying you got to be running crazy, you know, making a thousand phone calls. Like sometimes I think God's just like, just calm down. <laughs> so, so that's an action in itself. Exactly. Those yeah. being numb or unconscious of things or just kind of being stifled is different than, than waiting and being silent. Yeah. Often it's buried in limits. I think confidence often is limited because of our self-imposed belief mm-hmm. that all the things we talked about, we're not enough. Yeah. We don't have what it takes. We don't have the skills. So I, I think that if we can believe in ourselves, even if we don't know how and know that we're not going alone, I think that can dig that up out of these limits. But I do think it's often buried in limits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I truly believe that confidence comes from being tested. It, 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 you know, you have to kind of step in and, and experience the struggle for your confidence to be uh, exercised. So the N is never being tested. So I think sometimes our confidence is buried in the fact that we, mm. it's easy, honestly, for all of us, right, to stay in a zone where we're confident in where we are. And I think growing confidence means we have to go somewhere where we haven't been before. Yeah, which we kind of talked about that already i think confidence the f is confidence is fed by little wins i believe in that incremental step that you know think about i mean lifting weights or working out or exercising you know we start with a with a small amount of weight or a or a small level Mm -hmm. of resistance or a shorter distance if it's a treadmill type of thing or you know if it's stretching we stretch to the, you know, the space we can and a little further and you do that enough and the stretching becomes, you know, we become much more limber. So I think that we can feed our confidence by celebrating little wins. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, uh, the I is incremental movement. That kind of gets back to the celebrating little wins. If we are moving, even if it's incrementally, say we, we do want to pause and be more quiet in the morning time. Well, that's hard to do for more than a minute, right, when you first start. But if we want to say, look, we're going to set in silence, let's set a timer for 30 seconds. 
and then the next day might be 35 seconds and the next day maybe 45 seconds and the next thing you know mm-hmm. you'll know as long as you're incremental about it ongoing right so that's the I. Uh, the D, I think it's real important in confidence to digging into doubt. Like, what's causing my lack of confidence? Maybe it is my faith. Maybe it is I have a a, um, a reasonable doubt there because of a trauma that I've had in a situation where I don't naturally feel confident. In fact, I have a, a barrier or a bruise or a scar over that because of the of doubt that's there. I mean, let's mm-hmm. think. Let's about it it's if we doubt ourselves it's hard to make that step yeah and i think a lot of our doubt can come from just messages we've heard you know in our family systems or i was talking that about that with a friend this morning things i heard said to someone else in my family about their body created body image for me body images for me even today that i can just hear those refrain. So I think it is important to kind of explore some of those things. If we have nagging confidence issues in certain areas to try to root out some of what, you know, counter it with what God says about you, but try to rewire and root out some of the lies that you've listened to. I think what we're getting to on this point, I love what you just said, is acknowledging the fact that the confidence might be based on doubt we might need to go a little deeper into figuring out where that came from mm-hmm. and that should be a healthy conversation like okay now i get it now i now i understand why i you know i i don't like darkness or you know whatever you got to kind of root out that piece that's the d the e then is experiencing struggles when we're experiencing struggles that can really impact our confidence right i mean there's nothing that what does they say there's nothing that breeds success like success I mean, think about, you know, in real estate, right? A listing, man, you get two listings in a week, you're going to go out and fired up for that next appointment, knowing that, hey, I just had two successfuls. You, mm-hmm. you know, swing and a miss a couple times in a row and all kinds of things can happen to confidence and, and all of that. So when we're experiencing struggles, I think we need to be aware that that can impact our confidence and just mm-hmm. think back again to that cookie jar where you have had some success and you can pull mm-hmm. that out. Um the end in confidence, I believe, then the second end is uh, never giving up. I think um, that's really important to push through um, when we least want to. I think that's the most important. It's like I can do one more. I can stay here for 10 more seconds. I can mm-hmm. go one more lap around the track on the walk. Just just never giving up will help. And then, you know, next thing you know, you've got four laps in and that's a mile. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that maybe your goal is to ultimately, you know, do a, you know, a 10 mile walk. Well, once you get those four laps in, you're 10% of the way there. Right? You just kind of think about it, never giving up. The C then is, uh, comes from a self push. I, I do think that just starting, just starting, whether it's like I say, pausing, or it's just starting by putting the shoes on, or it's just starting by saying, I am going to read the introduction for that class I want to take and look at the syllabus, right? I'm, I'm actually going to go online. I'm going to put the credit card number in. Oh, and I'm going to hit send because I'm going to sign up for this class or whatever that thing is. I think there's a self push that it takes Mm -hmm. or accountability partners around you or something that helps you get moving. And then the E is engage it to grow it. I think, I think we have to have a certain level of being confident about something, even if we're tweaking it until we peak it, 
not mm-hmm. fake it till you make it, but tweak it until you peak it. You start with you start engaging it a little. I can do this, and you may not know how. You may not know all the steps, mm-hmm. but you're you're you're, you're self push, and you're saying, "I'm going to engage this confidence gene," and then let's see let's see what happens. Yeah, well, it's a great word. I know that's a really good one. Yeah, we didn't even know we had that much to say on that topic. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So confidence, everybody. I mean, it's it's um, for a lot of us personally. For me, I mean, I really, really have a lot of things that that are that are uncomfortable. But I, but I I've no I I've learned through being uncomfortable that that doing more things where I am uncomfortable has helped me. It's helped me grow, become a podcaster. It took me two years to say, yes, I'm going to do this. And then Heather calls and says, let's do a podcast. And I'm like, wow, because I had just been hesitating. And not that it's an awesome podcast. We're just out here trying to, you know, share some words and unpack things and, you know, and 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 try to improve ourselves as much as offer some some experiences that we've had. I mean, that's that's one real example for me. Yep. And the more we do it, the more confident we get that we don't know what we're talking about and we're just trying to figure it out. <laughs> no, we, you know, we well, yeah, to just it, dialogue right? about these things because there's a lot of nuances to these words that we pick and um, we like to explore all the different veins of it. So, you know, we're, I don't know if anyone else is listening, but, but we have a good time. <laughs> we do. And, and, you know, we are uh, in our own laboratory trying to figure this stuff out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, um, yeah, Heather, it's just, you know, it's great to be with you on, can I have a word with you? Check out Heather's website at heathercarterwrites.com, mine at above the chatter, ourwordsmatter.com. Um, follow us on social media. Just probably put in each of our names and you can you can find us. Yeah. You continue to write and post your a, a new word. I'm gonna put confidence out there. I got a couple others that I've been working on as well. So um, Heather, as always, it's always great to to chat with you and and uh, you know today today was a confidence builder. I, I appreciate that very mm-hmm. much. Absolutely. Um, yep. Good to see so you. Good to see you. Until next time, everybody. Can I have a word with you? Another episode with my partner, Heather Carter. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.